0: Hi, all. It's Francesca, just popping in and post to let you guys know we have a very special guest for this episode. Unfortunately, she doesn't exactly have the podcasting equipment for excellent audio, so it is a little janky. So apologies on our behalf, but this is a really fun episode, and we had so much fun recording it. So we hope you guys like it, and we'll see you for the next one. How are you?
1: I'm good. Just, you know, drowning in work.
0: Oh, isn't that... Like, every week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no. Well, this week, we have a guest with us. Alicia, do you want to introduce her? <laughs> I was like,
1: I don't know how you want to do this. Yeah, our friend Melissa is on. Hi, Melissa. Exciting.
2: Hi, I'm Melissa.
1: Glad to have
0: you.
2: Yeah, I'm glad to be here.
1: We met Melissa, I met Melissa first, because we were in, we were both graduate assistants in our program, which was quite the experience.
2: <laughs> it was an experience. Um, I learned a lot.
1: <laughs> it was very educational in many ways.
0: Anyway, so Melissa works as an editor. Yes. Or is that you? Why don't you tell us what your job title is and what you do at your job?
2: Yeah. So technically, I am the me move myself over here. I am the production assistant at Crooked Lane Books. Um, so I do all of the production. So like the covers, um, the typesetting, like files, like bringing manuscripts over to the authors and then to um, like back to production. Um, and I do all the print runs. <laughs> so that's all of that into one thing. And then I also have started kind of seeping into editorial a little bit.
0: Ooh,
1: did you say you did the typesetting?
2: No. So um, I get the typeset. Oh, because I
1: was going to say, wow. <laughs> I,
2: I do not work in InDesign anymore.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lot that you got to do there.
2: <laughs> um, but actually, I just acquired my first book. Snap, 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 snap. Yes.
1: Very exciting.
2: So that was my exciting thing of the week. That's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I put the offer in this week. Um, The contract was finalized, like, super fast, and the deal memo went up today.
0: Yay! That was so exciting. Ooh, exciting. Oh, also, I know Melissa because I was also in the same program as them a year, or not a year, like, what? no, it was a year, a year behind them. Yeah, a year. So, we both, we both, all three of us were in the same program. So, what are we all drinking? Oh, I'm drinking Truly's. I've got coffee.
1: (laughs) Of course. (laughs) At 7pm.
0: And because, yes, always good choice. And because February is the entire month that I'm just sick concurrently, I'm having my peppermint tea concoction again. Oof. Okay, so we talked a little bit. About your job and what you do, um, can you give any advice to writers or out there or listeners that are writers that want to get their book published but don't want to self-publish?
2: Advice for writers? Um, follow query, query guidelines, I guess, is, like, <laughs> like I the, the amount of people I see that don't or, like, <laughs> have, oh, and polish... Polish your, um, your Hori letters because, like, <laughs> the amount of ones I see that are bad and I just, I'm like, you know what? It's bad. I'm not gonna read it.
0: Yeah. That's so fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should you include pictures of your children, Melissa? <laughs> like oh Ayanna's? forgot um, about
2: that. No, definitely not. I've gotten yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. of, like, their cats, which, like, I appreciate, but, like, that's not gonna help you. <laughs>
0: right. Right
2: just start building
0: a mural of cat pictures like thank you
1: for sending your cat picture (laughs) love it what are your favorite genres I mean I feel like we should talk about that since this is we just talk about Um, books mostly
2: (laughs) I was actually just listening to Kayla's uh like uh talk on here and she was like I don't want to be cliche but like I read all the genres and I don't want to be cliche (laughs) but I read all the genres (laughs)
1: You really do, though. Me and Melissa are friends on Goodreads, so I see all of your updates. Melissa reads, like, all the genres. Like, I could... You read a lot of mystery, obviously, because that's, like, your thing, but you definitely don't just read mysteries.
2: I read, like... Mysteries and thrillers are, like, my bread and butter. I love fantasy. Um, And then I like historical fiction. Um, I'll, I'll dabble in, like, romance a little bit. Like, it's not my favorite go-to, but it's a kind of, like, a nice way to break up everything that I'm reading. And then right. I've been dabbling more into nonfiction as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I
0: have some recommendations so I for you? Of,
2: I'm kind of all over the spectrum. I actually gave Francesca a book that was nonfiction <laughs> back in, like, 2020. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, it's on my bookshelf right now. I It's the only yellow cover I have. <laughs> actually... Uh, it's The Great Pretender what book by is it? Susanna Callahan, right? Yep. Oh. Ooh. And it's right next to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child because I did it in color order. So, it's the only yellow one I have on my bookshelf. Uh, do So, this week Melissa's telling us a story, so I didn't have to prepare anything, which was so nice. I got a two-week <laughs> reprieve even though I just started reading my book for next week today. When I could have started last week. But whatever. Have we met me?
1: (laughs) This is good for you. I started Uh, like three days
0: earlier than I normally do. Yeah, because normally on Monday, I read like 30 pages. And then I divvy up like the days, like divide the number of days I have by the number of pages. And I'm like, okay, I just have to read this many pages a day. And then I stress read because I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to finish. And that's how we end up recording at 9 o'clock on a Saturday. Because I get nothing done mm-hmm. it's my ad it's adhd isn't it? in it
1: love <laughs> no i'm sorry sorry uk listeners three of you
2: yeah sorry freddie um so this week i'm gonna be telling you a story about the stories um and that's the family name it's we're we're reading um the cousins Ooh. by oh. karen m mcmanus
1: oh boy i read two of her books i've read nothing so. by her
2: so,
1: I'm familiar with her, her works her. at least.
2: <laughs> um, so I actually have the advanced reader's copy. So like there may be errors in this <laughs>
0: that are not Ooh, in the finished book fancy.
2: Th- that I don't know about. Ooh, fancy. So that there's that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, do you guys do you yeah guys, like dive go in? For it. Like yeah, go okay. For it. Um, so I actually have a shit ton of notes because um, this. It's, it's okay. It's
0: probably not as bad as the 45 pages of notes I take every week. We
1: recorded for two and a half, three hours the one we record- night.
0: It was a three-hour recording for, um, oh, fuck. Long, um, Hidden Valley Road. Hidden Valley yeah, Road. Because I can Hidden Valley Ranch because one of my friends made that joke and now I can't stop thinking about it. Um, yeah, it was a three-hour recording that night. It was not one of my finer moments. I'll put it that
2: way. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. There are like I wrote like, I don't know if you can see this, we have like the family tree. Love on that this right here. Love it because this is a three generation story. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack here. Buckle in. <laughs> um, but so we start off with Millie's story. Um. And so, just kind of give you an overview of the family lines. There is Millie, whose mother is Allison. Um, there's Jonah, whose father is Anders. And there's Aubrey, whose father is Adam. And so, Adam, Anders, and Allison are all siblings. Okay, got it. Okay. And then there is... Okay, so in the book, he's referred to as Archer, but also Asher, so I think that might be a mistake in the
1: art. <laughs> Ooh!
2: <laughs> but his name is Archer. Okay. Um, so all four of them are siblings, and their mother is Mildred. Okay. Mildred is grandma. Yeah, Mildred is grandma to Aubrey, okay. Jonah, and Millie. Okay. Millie
0: Bobby Brown. Sorry, I had to make the first one. I had to do
2: it. <laughs> Um, so, Millie is actually named after her grandmother. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, Millie. Okay. Um, so, Millie and Mildred.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Millie. Mildred- I'm sorry to anyone named Mildred. That sounds like mildew and- mm-mm.
1: Okay, well, everyone named Mildred just, like, gave us- th- like, I just said reviews, I'm sorry!
2: So- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so- Okay, so- to give you kind of a, a feeling for what the kids are like and what the parents are like, um, Aubrey is a champion swimmer. Um, we kind of see her, str- she's a bit shy. Um, and she's kind of like always seeking approval because her father is a writer. He's really arrogant and is kind of always putting her down and belittling her because he doesn't think anyone will be as good as her or as him. Sorry. Oh,
1: get out of here with that toxic <laughs> Which, mindset. Like, <laughs> Ew.
2: Yeah. Um, And then Jonah is the other cousin, the only boy cousin, um, and his father runs a Ponzi scheme and stole a bunch of money (laughs) from, um, like, everyone in the town. Okay, Jordan
0: Belford. That's not what he did, but... (laughs) Casual. Okay.
2: Um, And then Millie um, is the last cousin, and probably, like, the most important, to be honest. Um, she's my favorite uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and her mother is Allison and Allison was like kind of the favorite child as well but she was also the only girl mm. so like that could be it um, but Millie is always seeking her mother's approval and Allison is like just not Ugh, damn um, these parents suck yeah so it's yeah um, and so the premise starts with um, we learn, we go through, like, there's a, a couple different point of views. It's mostly Millie, Jonah, and Aubrey. Um, and we start off with Millie's perspective. Um, and she's at dinner with her mom. I think they're in New York. And, which, like, missed that. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but they're at dinner. And um, Allison and Mildred are there. And... Millie gets a note from her grandmother, basically being like, "I would love to see you this summer." And now, some backstory is that um, Millie's parent, Millie's mom and her uncles, have all been outcasted from like the island that they live on, which is kind of like a oh. Martha's Vineyard type of like island.
1: Okay, have you ever read "We Were uh, We Are Liars" or I "We Were Not. Liars" by? Okay, because that' kind of gives me like similar vibes just because there's like an island involved and they're like kind of wealthy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds kind of similar. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're they've been like disowned, disinherited, and were kicked off the island.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like survivor. Yeah, like the tribe survivor. has spoken. <laughs>
2: Um, but this all happened 24 years ago, so they have not been in touch with their mother since then. Um, basically their, their father died and they are like, boop, you're off. Bye-bye.
1: Jeff Prost came out and I
2: was like, you
1: gotta go. <laughs> um,
2: and so when she gets this letter, uh, it's kind of like, oh shit, like, she cares? <laughs> <laughs> Her
1: heart isn't made of stone. (laughs) Um,
2: And Millie's like, I don't really want to go. And Allison, her mom, is like, no, you have to go. Yeah, get that money, sis. (laughs) Right. Um, Because Mildred owns almost the entire island and has like millions upon millions of dollars. Yes, get the
0: bag.
1: Get that trust fund.
2: (laughs) Yes. So, Allison is like, you need to go. I'm begging you. Like... And so, Millie's like, okay, like, this maybe will patch up our relationship. Like, I'll finally get the approval that I'm seeking from my mom. And Allison actually holds this heirloom that she has above Millie's head, and it's like this teardrop diamond necklace, um, that is, like, supposed to be passed on to Millie when she turned 18. Um... But it never was, because Allison, like, clung to it, because I think it came from Mildred. Um, and she was like, if you do this for me, like, I'll give you the necklace.
1: That's such bad parenting, but what do I expect?
0: <laughs> but what do I know? I'm not a mother. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so, that happens with Millie. And then we switch on over to Aubrey, who, like I said, champion swimmer, um... Like amazing, but kind of shy and like can never seek, never get that approval from her father. Who's like, I'm better than everyone else. Um, Mm -hmm. and we learn.
0: Seems to be a running pattern in this family.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, we learn that Aubrey, her dad has divorced her mom and he is dating her swim coach.
0: Oh. Oh, we love a mess. (laughs)
2: <laughs> this is fun. That
1: is not a good decision, my dude, but
0: whatever. And she's pregnant.
1: Oh!
2: Oh! I mean, what okay, if like, parent-trapped
0: them though and was like, I want you two to be together, but th- that's not the situation, right? She does not like this.
2: Okay, no, we don't like okay. this. It's very much like, I trusted you to be my coach and now you're like, fuck me. <laughs> <that. laughs>
0: Okay. okay oh i don't because like that. there are some stories where it's like the whole point of the story is to get the dad to date the soccer coach and then everyone lives happily ever after so i wasn't sure if it was who would like that you
2: know, someone I with mother have issues that. and abandonment issues no thanks i can see if like the mom passes away and then like she's like i'm gonna get my coach to sleep with my dad and they'll be like but like no that's not what happens at all okay
0: i'm just <laughs> clarifying for the studio audience that this is not what's happening
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing you need to know about, um, Aubrey is that she has a birthmark. I forget where it's located on her body. I think it's on her arm and like her shoulder area, but she mm-hmm. has a birthmark, um, that she was told her grandmother has on her hand. And so she kind of feels huh. connected in that way. But it's probably not. Oh, correct. Boy. Right? We'll see. <laughs>
0: we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um,
2: so, um, Aubrey also gets this invitation to come to the island, um, and her father is, like, where, where Allison was kind of, like, begging her daughter, Adam, Aubrey's father, was, like, demanding that she needs to go because he wants the money. He wants the inheritance. He believes it was, like, deserved to him.
0: Oh, bite no, I don't like that. I hate that. entitled men. I hate entitled men. <laughs> Specific this time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, and then we flash over to Jonah, and so he's the last cousin, and his father is Anders. Um, and so Jonah is like this nerdy, um, kid who's like all into space camp, and that's all he wanted to do this summer. Let's go to space camp, which is like I think with NASA.
0: Oh, fucking he's nerd. Like,
2: this is what I want to do. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm sorry. And of course.
1: That's mean, Francesca! You just
2: the person that falls
0: asleep watching the cosmos, so...
1: Listen, I hate I space. It scares love me. Space. But yet, I'm not saying...
0: So I, I, I can say I'm, it because I am a space nerd. I love that shit, I hate so. space.
1: It's too big, we don't know enough about it, it's too mysterious, we're finding planets that we can't find again, even though they're huge, I don't... There's nothing good about it, in my opinion. you guys
2: opinion. know about that black hole that lost its galaxy, and so it's now just...
0: <laughs> things you didn't need Ride to tell around. alicia that <laughs> i hate it here i'm more scared <laughs> i hate it i'm more scared of our oceans because we have not done enough digging into that shit and we're more focused on That's outer true. nope i'm more scared of what's floating around out there than there is up there it's if you know, nope.
2: you know what i mean anyways
1: what? this man is going to space camp Good for him. Glad he has, he enjoys space and doesn't have that kind of excessive, excessive, excessive fear. That kind of dread in his life. Yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah, he's, he's going to space camp. Um, and, of course, same thing with um, Adam, but Andrew is as Jonah's dad. And he's like, you need to go to see your grandma. Because I need that money. Because his family was the one that ran like the Ponzi scheme and stole a bunch of money, and then like went bankrupt. Right. Um, (laughs) So how the fuck is he affording space camp? (laughs) He went on a scholarship to go. Okay.
0: Because like, could you imagine if your dad was like, "I love you so much. I'm gonna run a Ponzi scheme so you can go to space camp." (laughs) That's real parental love. I could go to jail for you to go to space camp. (laughs)
1: oh my gosh Uh,
2: anyways (laughs) but so um the three cousins all get you know the same letter whatever and um they're like oh shit we gotta get like in contact with each other because we're gonna be spending this entire summer with each other now so um, Aubrey and Millie find each other really fast, like, on Facebook, basically, and then start texting, mm-hmm. um, but it takes a while to find Jonah, because he is, like, has no Facebook, has, like, no Instagram, like, it's really hard to get in touch, but they finally find him. He's, like, incognito everywhere. Ugh,
1: such a boy. That sounds like- I was gonna say, that sounds like typical boy shit.
2: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So you know they start texting as like the summer starts to come upon them, and um, Jonah's just griping and he's just like, "I want to go to space camp. Like I don't want to go to this island to a a grandmother who doesn't care about me. Like what the fuck do I care about?" How old Um, are they? They are like, uh, I I think they're like just about to turn eighteen. Okay, those like they're like seventeen. Okay,
0: you're bitching and moaning about not going to space camp when you're eighteen.
1: It's his life passion, Francesca. Leave him alone. I'm sorry.
0: I'm just. I don't like him. So, also, hot hot take really quick. Well, not a hot take, but like a weird repressed memory just reminded. Like came up when you said space camp. I thought of the recess movie. (laughs) Yeah, where all of the friends leave and one of them goes to space camp. And then, <laughs> the, yes! as, like, they're all on the buses, like, leaving, one of them, like, one is the loneliest number, starts playing in the background, and it starts raining on that <laughs> one character. That just came out of the inner depths of the back of my brain. And now I feel like I have to go watch that movie. So, thank you. Oh, as boy. I was
2: talking about it, it came back to me, too. I think it was Gus who went to space. Yes!
0: Club. Or was it the girl with the glasses?
2: Oh, yes. I didn't... No. Was it Gus that went to I don't remember. No.
0: I don't remember. It might have been Gretchen. Was,
2: I think Gretchen had the glasses, and then Spinelli was the girl with the pigtails. Yes.
0: Spinelli. What a- what an icon. She was that bitch before <laughs> that bitch was a phrase.
2: <laughs> um, so, what happens next is that, you know, they're texting over this ever, like, before the summer, um, and then the day arrives that they have to get on this boat. It's a ferry to get to the island. Um... Jonah almost misses the boat because I don't remember why, but he like his, he like takes a taxi and he's just super fucking late and he runs half, like basically I think it's either half a mile or a mile to get to the ferry. Um, And so he's like all like out of breath, basically jumps over the barrier to get onto the boat. That would be me. (laughs) And he meets his cousin, Millie who has like a shit ton of baggages. And he's like, (laughs) you really needed all of this. And she's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair.
0: <laughs> Duh. A
1: whole summer.
2: Yeah. And when Jonah meets his cousin Millie, there's, like, some weird tension going on there. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I almost honestly put it down because of that. I was like, this is weird. I'm not. We're not going there. Like, please this don't just go Is this going,
1: like, there. Cassandra Clare territory? <laughs> Where there's okay. gonna be some like incest up in here.
2: Yeah, that's what it kind of feels Alludes like. Alludes to. Ooh, don't like that.
1: I I love me some Cassandra Clare. I've read all her books, but the incest is not it, sis.
0: Not here for that, brother lovin'. Ew! Cousin lovin'. I How believe. do you gotta put it that way? It's yeah. Brother lovin' Cousin and Cassandra Clare. still bad.
2: Um. <laughs> So, they get on the island after the ferry, um, and literally as soon as they get off, they, like, bump into the two people who would know them, of course, um, and it's, um, her name is Hazel, who is, like, their age, um, and then Dr. Baxter, um, and he is the same age as their grandmother, and he mistakes Millie for her mother, Allison, like, back in 1996, Oh, oh my what god. do you have? He's dementia? Like, he dies. Wait, he does <laughs> have dementia? <laughs> <He dies>. Francesco!
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, you, it's not a joke. I was right. Like most situations, <laughs> I was right. So, you're
2: welcome. Um, so, he mistakes her for Allison, um, but Hazel is, like, enamored by the cousins. Um, and he's like, oh my god, like, you're the- and their, their last name is Story. And they're like, you're the stories, mm-hmm. like, um, it's so cool that you're, like, here. And she, like, just fucking goes on. Listen, <laughs> and, I um, love my parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they kind of- when they get on this island, they're like, oh, shit, like, this is a thing. Like, we might not be, like, popular off this island, or, like, known, but, like, here we're known. Um... And it's all because they're grandma. Um, and then, we actually flash back to 1996, which um, was kind of a shock, because I did not know we were going to go back that far. Um, and we see Allison and her brother Archer, who doesn't have any kids, he's like the lone wolf in this, um, this family tree. Oh boy. <laughs> who is also named Asher in the Ark. So... <laughs> slash archer. <laughs> Love that. Um he and Allison we are at like the house which I think is called the catmint house. Katniss. Oh. Sorry. cat Yeah no no I know I was just making a joke. It didn't oh <laughs> it didn't land. It's okay. The Katniss house.
0: <laughs> Not all of them do.
2: Um so they're waiting for their two brothers which are Adam and Anders um to come home from Harvard.
0: Oh, bougie bitches. <laughs>
2: um, so we have, like, this scene with them, like, excited and, like, waiting um, for that to happen. Um, and then we meet, in 1996, Donald Camden, who is the lawyer for Mildred, and has got, like, some creepy vibes. Um, and he's kind of, like, just hanging around the estate, um, like, <laughs> in a really weird way. Um, and then Teresa, who is Mildred's assistant, and Teresa has a son named Matt, and he will become important later on. Oh, boy. And so we flash forward to present day. The cousins actually get invited to Donald Camden, the lawyer, his place, or his, like, office. Um, oh, I missed a part. Sorry, backtrack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do that all the time.
2: (laughs) They go to the Gulf Cove Resort, which is where um, they're actually going to be working for the summer. That was part of, like, the letter that they got. Um, They're going to be working as employees over the summer. um, And it has, like, a really nice paying job, which is, like, fine by them. Um, And the guy who's in charge of, basically, the employees is named Carson. And he's like, oh, like, what are your names? And they're like, oh, we're, like, the stories. And he's like, that's a good joke. What's your actual name?" Oh. And they're like I'm a story bitch. No, Look we're it like up. like a story. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, we're like and they give like their full names. Um and he's like, "Oh. Like you that's funny. Like that you're here. I don't know if we knew that <laughs> you were related. Oh.
0: We didn't know we were in the presence of greatness. <laughs>
2: Um, and so, he actually, is like, oh, well, hold on, let me go get your grandma, because she's here on the premise. Uh Uh-oh. He grabs her and takes her over, um, and if it wasn't weird enough that, like, the guy in charge of all the employees didn't know they were coming, and, like, didn't know that they were related, um, when they see their grandma, she also is shocked that they're there. Uh Oh!
0: This
1: is oh. a setup. Oh, Archer no. did it.
0: Oh no! I'm se- calling it now. This is a setup. Archer did it.
1: Francesca literally ruins it because she like makes these like outrageous like things and then they're right.
0: <laughs> that's that's gonna be my first prediction. We're all
1: feet. Like I'm just here for the ride, and Francesca will, like call it in like the first like 20 minutes of the book, and I'm like, bitch, I'm just trying to. I get I can't help it that this shit it. is
2: so
0: predictable. But anyway, continue.
2: Well, the problem is that like as I'm telling it to you, I've mentioned Archer, but, like, Archer is not mentioned at all, um, so far in the book. So, like, that doesn't- Right. Okay. Um.
1: Archer slash Asher.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, Grandma is surprised, and she's like, oh, (laughs) shit. Um. And then that's when we, like, go back in time and meet Archer and Allison waiting for their brothers. Um. And then we blast back to present day, and the cousins are invited to Donald Camden, the um, lawyer, um, to his office. Because Mildred had met them. Um, And Donald is like, hey kids, you don't want to work here. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He's like, what if I offer you um, a job as, like, I have some good connections, I'll offer you a job as, like, movie extras on this big upcoming movie um you won't have to work here you'll get paid for the entire summer we just think it's better if you like don't talk to your grandma Uh,
0: that's suspicious Uh, that's
2: weird (laughs) (laughs) and so the kids feel the same way they're kind of like um that's weird like that's like all right like go off I (laughs) guess but like no thank you (laughs) um and of course like these kids like Aubrey and Millie especially are have this so much pressure on put on them by their parents. that are like, well, we can't do that. Like we've got to do what our parents said. Um, and then they go to this restaurant, um, after the meeting, um, and it's like a pool hall, like with like a restaurant, like a pool hall. And then, um, uh, Millie confronts Jonah, because earlier that day, he had been eating shellfish. Mm-hmm. And Millie knows, because they've all kind of met each other at, like, random moments when they were, like, younger, like... Right. But Millie was like, well, I know Jonah has a very severe shellfish allergy, and he was eating, like, either lobster or crab earlier in the day, and so she's like, mm. Mm, weird. Um, and there's like again some weird flirting going on at the pool hall between them. like like he's teaching her how to like shoot like the, oh, the, the no. pools like the oh, the, uh, no. the balls oh, no. into the holes and I'm like weird. Oh no
0: I mean, do oh, we no. find out they're not actually cousins <laughs> at the end of this? So it doesn't so, get weird.
2: <laughs> she steals his ID card and finds out, holy shit that this is not her cousin. Con on <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So, she pulls him outside and is like, do you want to explain to me why you're faking being my cousin? Right. And so, his name is actually Jonah, but his last name is North.
0: Interesting.
2: And it turns out that Jonah North, who I'm going to refer to still as Jonah, is Uh friends with the real Jonah, who I'm going to refer to as JT from now on.
0: Oh my god! Okay. Did he hire someone to take his place so he could go to fucking space yes. camp? A hundred percent.
2: He asked JT. Asked his friend Jonah because they went to the same school together. He was like, "Listen, I want to go to space camp. Can you what? go in my in my place?" Oh my god! I
0: keep fucking doing this. I know it's annoying. I'm sorry, I can't
2: help it. I'm just too damn good. Um, and Jonah has his. His own reasons for being like, ah, yeah, definitely, I'm down. Which we'll right. explore a little bit later.
1: Interesting. Oh boy. Um, bizarre. So
2: Millie is like slightly relieved that it's not her cousin because she, right. she's kind of like getting feelings.
1: Oh my gosh, this is like Cassandra Clare. They're
2: not related, so it's okay.
1: No, they're not related in, in the Mortal Instruments either. Thank Wait, you they very are? much. And they're
0: their brother and sister.
1: No, they think they're brother and sister. I don't have time to run (laughs) down the whole City of Bones plot, but they're not actually brother and sister.
2: Oh, I think I remember this. I didn't. I only
1: (laughs) ever saw the movie. Yeah, (laughs) Melissa has a bone to pick with Cassandra Clare anyways, but that's a story for another time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, they find out that they're not related, and that he's not telling her the whole truth, but he's basically like, I'm here because... JT wanted me to be here, and I'm getting paid. So, I'd, he's getting paid on top of what the employees are getting paid. Like, JT is... Damn! He's making
0: people. that like, money. A good setup.
2: Yeah. Um, so, while they're working one of their shifts, because they, like, because their stories, like, they're, like, you know, part of the family, they don't have to work as hard as the other employees, which oh. I, I hate that, but... Nepotism, right? gotta love it. Carson, <laughs> Carson who's in charge of like all the employees um is kind of like uh going around the the restaurant and mentions to Millie like oh Teresa the assistant of Mildred is here and she wants to see you and so Millie knows Teresa pretty well because Allison her mother um and Teresa were pretty close. Like, they used to watch baseball games together, like the Sox. Um, I think this is, yeah, this is set, like, I think in up in Massachusetts. But, like, that's why, like, the Red Sox games are, like, a big thing between them. Um, and Teresa invites them to a brunch with their grandmother and the summer gala. This I'm is kidding. very gossip girly kind of vibes. Yes. <laughs> It's kind of weird because her grandmother just, or they were told that their grandmother did not want to see them, and that's why they were being, like, asked to leave and go, like, the extras in a movie.
0: Oh, and so then, wait, where are they staying? that was
2: fixed. They're staying in the resort. Oh. Must be nice. They have, like, bunkmates and stuff, too, but, like, they're staying, like, at the hotel. Okay. Um... Cause so, grandma's a
1: bitch. Yeah. You're not going to like put up your own grandchildren that have been lured here? Come on. <laughs> Rude.
2: Um, and then one thing that's odd as they go to brunch is that or like when they're exploring the, the town itself Aubrey's dad in his book doesn't mention um, the town itself ever but he did take one specific location and put it into his book and that's mm-hmm. called Cuddy Beach.
1: Kid Cuddy. Sorry, I had to do it. Cuddy. <laughs> Suspicious, but all right.
2: Yeah. And so they go to visit it. It's like Cuddy, like C U T T Y, oh, like not Cuddy. Cuddy. Okay. okay.
1: Oh, okay. nice.
2: <laughs> um, and she goes to visit it, and she's like, "Oh, it's like nothing special. Okay, never mind." Um,
0: Except. But it's the only place. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> it's the only place that he mentions that's in the book, so that's why, like, she wanted to go visit. Um. And Aubrey calls her dad and, like, tries to figure out A, why he talked about it in his book and he just, like, blows her off. And then B, she's like, oh, by the way, like, good to hear from you, first off. Haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Shade.
2: <laughs> and then, um, She's like, oh, yeah, like, Grandma asked me out for brunch. Like, I'm going to go see her. And he all he responds with is, took you long enough.
0: Oh, I hate people.
2: <sighs> and they get into a kind of a fight because he's like, I wish you were, like, more proactive about this. Like, you should know that, like, it's taken me a while. To, or it, it shouldn't take you this long to, like, get to know your grandma um, and, like, get into her good graces again. And she comes back with oh like how you were proactive about fucking my coach oh Ooh!
0: got him she said hit him
2: where it hurts <laughs> and that's the first moment where we see Aubrey kind of like take this like demure character and kind of like spin it slightly and kind of be more assertive which I was I love that I love character growth
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love a good character love growth
2: to see it. <laughs> um but so then we actually go back to 1996 where their parents are all kids. Um mm-hmm. and they are actually at a house party and we see um I always get their names mixed up. We see Anders who is Jonah's dad mm-hmm. or JT's dad together with Kayla who is like his on again off again girlfriend. Um Ooh. And, yeah. <laughs> so, and then, you know, they're at this party and, like, she's sloppy drunk. She's, like, white girl wasted. Love that for her. <laughs> him.
1: I wish that could be us right now, honestly. To be at a party, not worrying about COVID, man.
0: What's that like? <laughs> um.
2: So, and Allison sees, if you guys remember this... Um, Teresa, who's the assistant to Mildred, has a son named Matt.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: And Matt is also at the party, and Allison is crushing mad hard on this guy. Oh boy. The issue is that Matt and Kayla used to date. <gasps> Scandal. The tea. Yeah, it's it's like a whole like, almost like a love square. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a love parallelogram
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and so we actually see at this party that allison and matt go off together like for a quote unquote walk spicy um and he has alcohol and he like gets her to drink and then they go for a walk and then the chapter ends
0: oh Oh is he millie's dad sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry. (laughs) We'll see. She does this, and then you're like, well, am
1: I supposed to answer? Because, like, I still got to tell the story. No, you just
0: ignore me. I just throw out my predictions, and it happens. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> I mean, I thought we were all thinking it, but we're keeping it okay, inside but that's so we can hear the fun. story. Yes, it is. Because then what is she going to do once you guess it right? She goes, well, moving I on. I
2: the same thing. But Pardon? the timeline doesn't match up. Oh, okay. Interesting. Assuming that we're thinking, like, this book takes place in 2021, or 2020, whatever. Because if she was born in 1990s or, like, in 1996, 1997, she would not be 18.
0: No. No,
1: she'd be uh, my age. Yeah. And your age. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: So, I was wrong, see? It happens on occasion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so then we flash forward back to, like, present day, um... And the cousins meet with Hazel and Doctor Bax- Baxter, who is the people that they met on the island the first time around, who had like the guy who has dementia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're trying to see if because Hazel's such a fan, and because Doctor Baxter Baxter was actually um, good friends with Millie's grandmother, they try and figure out if they know anything about like why. The, the parents were all disowned or, like, what the tea was, like, what the rumors were. And right. um, Hazel's like, well, there's, a, like, a lot of rumors because, like, you guys, honestly, this family is like the Kennedys. That's, like Ooh, the best way to, okay. like, describe, like, the stories is, like, they're like the Kennedys.
0: Oh, my um, God, where's Taylor Swift? Hmm. Sorry, someone had to do it.
1: Absolutely not. She dated one Kennedy. Thank you very much. <laughs> you think one Kennedy and suddenly you're linked to all of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, So, while they're talking about all the theories that could have happened, they like even talk about like, oh, like one of the rumors is that Allison got pregnant by one of her brothers, and that's why ah! that's why her parents disowned her.
0: Oh my god, um, it was Archer, wasn't it? Or,
2: and disowned all of them. <laughs> Ew. Um, and someone responds. One of the cousins responds back and is like, I. Like, that's, that definitely did not happen. Like, it would be, like, the more likely thing is, like, they killed someone. And that's when Dr. <laughs> okay, <pastor. laughs> like, what? knocks his knee into a table and then, like, starts feigning like, he has a, a moment where he's, like, all confused. Oh my god, so they did kill somebody. Hazel's... Was it their
0: brother? Yep. Okay.
2: We'll have to find out. That's a
0: um, great answer. See, she knows how to respond. That's
1: what I you don't understand, but also I thought all there's another yeah, pr- brother? Archer is I the thought brother. there were three brothers. Yeah, and but I thought he was Adam, still alive.
2: Anders and Archer/Asher. slash But she's like they oh, didn't okay. mention him at the
0: beginning of the book, which they only mentioned yeah, I him did the switch. But I
1: I mean, I just assumed I thought that meant like he didn't have a kid. I thought that was like implied.
0: Why doesn't he have a kid cuz yeah, he's he dead. Have a kid.
1: Okay, people cannot have children, I thank know, you. but,
2: like, in the context of this book. Anyway, continue. So, um, they all start getting, like, really con- like, <laughs> Baxter starts getting confused, and, like, they leave, because Hazel's like, you need to go, like, my grandpa's ill. Um, they head back to the, the I want to say, like, the dorms, but it's, like, a resort, so it's not the dorms. Um, <laughs> but Millie sees a bulletin board. Um, That has, like, a flyer for a band that's playing. That's, like, a local band. And she's like, oh, like, maybe this will be something fun that we can do tonight. Um, Because she knows that one of her fellow employees, Brittany, has a thing for uh, Jonah. Scandal.
0: Wait, does Audrey know that Jonah is not their cousin? Or is it just Millie?
2: Yeah. Millie, Millie tells Aubrey and is kind of like, hey, just so you know, this is a thing. Okay.
0: I wasn't sure if she was, like, blackmailing him or something. Because that would have been the smart thing to do.
2: Yeah. No. Um, That's like, illegal. Aubrey and Millie are pretty close. Um, so she does tell her, like, everything that okay. happened. And they basically decide to not tell anyone. Because, one, JT wants to go <laughs> to... he have
0: got to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> He's gotta go to space camp. Listen,
2: space camp is important. <laughs> um, And then, like, the fake Jonah is getting paid a lot of money to be here. And then Millie and Aubrey are getting a money, but also trying to get in the good graces for their parents. Okay. And so right. anything that kind of like uh, hurts that they're not going to like bring up. Okay. okay. Um, but so at this flyer, she sees that it mentions this guy named Chaz Jones who actually works at the, Um, resort as well and so she's like oh like let me go like support and like it'll be a fun thing to do um and then she meets with donald camden who's the lawyer and she's trying to get like some dirt from him and it's kind of like like what happened with my parent like my mom and like mildred like what's the tea and he straight up is like i'm not telling you anything your grandma's really fragile and like she has some health problems and y'all need to leave Oh, boy. And so he's, like, he does, like, this, the annoying, like, so can I call my friend and have you, like, when can I tell him that you'll be at the set, the movie set?
1: Ugh. All
2: right. Calm down. Chill Listen, out. Listen, we are the Kennedys, goddammit. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> um, And so she basically is, like, no, we're not going. We're not leaving. Um, and then... She goes to the band that night, and they fucking play- I don't know if this happened at your college either, but, like, Toto by Africa was the giant meme back in, like, 2018, 2017.
1: Francesca, you would have to answer that, because I didn't go out.
0: I mean, it wasn't a meme. Everyone just rocked out way too hard when that shit was played. I also was surrounded by a lot of white people, so, you know, that was their jam. That- I didn't go out. (laughs) Alicia, <laughs> I went out I was way too, focused too much. focused on getting
1: that degree. I
0: went out w- way too much. So.
2: Um, but I feel like this is when this book was being written because they mentioned Toto by Africa. Oh, yeah. And how oh, everyone boy. is jamming out to it. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Hits me in the heart. Um.
2: And... They start realizing that Chaz Jones is not Chaz Jones.
0: Another one? Hmm.
2: So Millie, at the end of the set, Millie comes up to him and she's like, hi, Uncle Archer. Oh! What? Yeah.
0: See, again, I was wrong. He's alive.
2: What the fuck, Richard? Um, And it turns out, so they kind of interrogate him, but, like, Jonah obviously didn't know who he was, and neither did Aubrey, until Millie was like, this is our uncle, um, who's not supposed to be on the island, because he was disinherited and kicked off the island. Um, and also, it turns out, he was the one who invited the kids on the island. I knew it!
0: (laughs) He wants the money.
2: (laughs) He's setting this all
0: up with the lawyer, so that he's the one that ends up all, all the money. Okay.
1: So they can kill them all. Mass suicide. It's gonna be like, uh... Georgetown. Oh my
0: god! Georgetown, (laughs) sorry. Not Not Georgetown.
2: (laughs) Um, but it turns out that Uncle Archer is, like, a giant alcoholic. Um, so that's kind of an issue that he has. Um, and... He... Is like, oh no, my cover's blown. Um, and they start questioning him. And um,
1: oh no, my cover's blown. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it, it weren't for you meddling, meddling kids, kids, kids. And you're a your dog, dog too.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they they go back to his house where he's been living, undercover, working for the resort that his his mother owns.
1: Oh my gosh, this um, goes so deep.
2: Yeah, but it's it's there's a really sweet moment where he's like, oh, well, you know, like, you're Millie and you're Aubrey and, like, Aubrey, I have your newspaper clippings from, like, when you won, like, the state champs for, like, swimming. Oh my god, so he's,
0: like, the better parent, even though he has no kids. I don't know, that sounds creepy to me.
2: But no! It's, it's a really, like, nice moment. He is very much like, oh, you know, it's, it's kind of nice, like that like my my niece and nef- my nieces and nephews are here and like my nieces a not, <laughs> niece not nephew with you
0: my niece said i'm not nephew
2: well he doesn't know that but he did do, he does mention like to jonah like you know you don't look like your father at all
0: <laughs> i'm gonna take that as a
1: compliment <laughs> got him
2: um and he also knows Dr. Baxter really well, um, and he's, like, met with him a couple of times since he's been on the island. He, like, basically never left um, for, like, 24 years. Um, but then that night, he gets a letter from Dr. Baxter basically saying, like, there are things I wish I had told you um, from long t- like a long time ago, and my time is running out. Can you meet me? And then... We flash forward, or flash backwards, sorry, to 1996, where Allison and Matt are going on a date, and Mildred is upset because Anders and Kayla are, like, still a thing, um, and Mildred is like, he should be with a Harvard girl.
1: Oh! Ew! (laughs) He's
2: basically calling, she's basically calling Kayla trash, because, like, she's a townie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get over yourself. As someone who's
0: dated a townie before, yeah, definitely don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hot take. I dated a couple of them. Hot take. Yeah. Don't do were it. Those
1: are all bad decisions.
0: One of them had a kid. Let's not yes, talk about that's that. that's
1: the one I'm thinking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hot take. Don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs>
2: um, but Allison... Ends up going to the pharmacy. Okay. And, and um, she was going to go with Archer. Or one of her brothers. I couldn't remember which one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they all have A names. It's really hard.
1: <laughs> I feel you.
2: Um, but Anders, who is Jonah's dad, um, actually, like, sneaks up behind her and sees that she is trying to buy a pregnancy test.
1: <gasps> T.
2: Um. And then we flash forward. And Jonah... Like, actual Jonah talks to his parents. Um. And they're having issues with money because the fake Jonah... Um, his parents lost money, it turns out, from JT's family, which is Anders.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Because of that From Ponzi the Ponzi scheme. scheme. Right. Right.
2: Um, and so, Jonah and his parents had this, like, pool hall, like a billiards hall, that was going to be, like, this up-and-coming thing, I think, in New York. And they lost all their money, and they had to declare themselves bankrupt.
1: Oh uh, yikes.
2: So... Jonah calls his parents and he's like, hey, like, how's it going? <laughs> um, and they're like, it's not great. Not doing well, love. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, And then they find out that day in the newspaper that people found out about Archer living there. And it's like a whole scandal, something like the front page news and everything. Oh, boy. Um, and uh... <laughs> his cover's blown again. <laughs> And then we also find out that Doctor Baxter died that morning. <gasps> Shit! Everything's just Shit. hitting the fan. Yeah.
0: It's almost Especially like it's the climax just got of the book.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that's actually, I think, the morning that they meet Mildred for brunch. Oh boy. So, um, when they get there, they're told by like the lawyer and Teresa, they're like, "Hey." your grandma's really fragile, her best friend just died, like
0: you're gonna nice. want to take
2: it easy um and what's really fucked up is that Mildred only pays attention to Aubrey and Jonah at the brunch Aww.
1: oh Oh, nice. because her mom had a
2: baby out of wedlock, that's so sad and it's kind of like this really tumultuous uh, like Moment with Millie where she's like, I literally am your namesake and you're ignoring me.
1: As she should, honestly.
2: Well, no, um, oh no, she didn't say that, but she's like, it's a moment of like, (laughs) Like, her thinking. I was
1: like, you know, go off, Queen. I don't (laughs) care if her best friend just died. She shouldn't be shitty to you.
2: Millie actually leaves the table because she's so upset. Um, because all Mildred cares about is Adam and Anders, and how they're doing, and what they're like. And where's Grandpa? Sounds like
1: misogyny to me.
2: Where's, um, Grandpapa? He's dead, correct? Yeah, so Abraham is married to Mildred. <laughs> he's dead. Abraham. He's been Abraham. dead. <laughs> um. Oh, he, he's been dead. <laughs> he was not part of this decision-making. Well, that's kind of the thing, is that the Grandpa died, and then... They were promptly kicked off the island.
0: Damn! Yeah, Mom said, I hate all of you. I'm
1: starting over. Mom said, um, we are going to just instill all the traumas onto you right now. Dad died. You're getting kicked out of your home. Out on your own. Good luck, fam. And then Allison, you're pregnant. Have fun.
2: (laughs) Um. So... Yeah, her grandma's super rude, super distant to Millie, and then just, like, goes off on Aubrey and Jonah. Um, and then, later that day, they're getting ready for the summer gala, and they go, so the girls go to this place called Kayla's Boutique, um, which we find out <gasps> is named after the Kayla from 1996. It's named oh after, gosh. but it's not
0: owned. Oh, no.
2: Right. So the person who owns it is Una.
0: Kayla mm-hmm. is dead. She's the one they murdered.
2: Una is Kayla's sister.
1: <laughs> no comment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll out... edit that out. I'll edit it out.
1: I can I can either confirm or deny these allegations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we find out in this chapter that uh, Kayla, the girlfriend of what's his face, Matt Anders. Anders, I think.
0: One of them. Some of them.
2: Um, (laughs) A man. Uh, Died in a tragic car accident.
0: Car accident. Quote, unquote. Nudge, nudge.
2: Um, And so they're kind of like, oh, well, that's weird because they kind of know of Kayla at Mm -hmm. this point because I think Archer has mentioned her like a little bit. But there's nothing like they really know about.
1: Right. I mean, I feel like I would mention, uh, like, an ex if they, like, died tragically. Like, while you were, like, still, like, kind of, like, seeing them. I don't know if they were still dating, but, like, that's weird.
2: So, they end up going to the funeral for Dr. Baxter. Um, and then, I think either Millie or Aubrey uh, does some research on Kayla. Like, they fucking do, like, the microfish stuff, where, like, you have, like, you send it from uh, one of those old, tiny, like, screens and, like, go through all the newspapers.
1: Ooh, yes, 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 yes.
2: Um, and they find out, well, first of all, Millie is like, oh, it turns out that she died on Cuddy Beach. Oh, oh no! And Ocean? then, which is that beach that, um, mm-hmm. Adam wrote about. But Aubrey's like, no, it wasn't at Cuddy Beach, it was near Cuddy Beach, there's a difference.
0: No. Okay. If you say so. Your dad was involved, sis.
2: So, they go to the funeral, um, and then we flash back to 1996. Allison is getting ready for the spring gala, and uh, she's, you know, trying to put her dress on, and she's like, uh-oh. This is a she's little pregnant, pregnant. Oh, no. Because she's pregnant. Um,
0: her ego is prego. <laughs>
2: And then we flash forward back to present day, and the cousins are also going to the summer gala. So there, there's that juxtaposition. Um, yep. And Millie texts her mom Allison, and is like, "Oh, I'm going to summer gala," and she's like, "Oh, have mm-hmm. so much fun!" And it's like, "I we did. I that, got like... pregnant."
1: She was already pregnant before then. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> right, and we know from like, the past that, like, at this point in time, that. Allison was pregnant, and now her daughter is going, and hopefully it's not pregnant.
0: Hopefully, fingers crossed. Not with her cousin's- with not cousin's baby. <laughs>
2: not cousin's baby. Uh. Um, but Millie is getting the cold shoulder from Mildred again. Uh, we're not surprised.
1: No. Not so, at all.
2: <laughs> to cope, she's drinking drink after drink after drink of champagne. Hell Yeah!
0: good for her that's what i'm talking about
2: um and jonah seeing her like basically stumbling she's real drunk stumbling uh and kind of like slurring her words he's like okay let's like take you out to the balcony let's get some air for you like let's talk so they go to the balcony um and so they have like a, a nice moment where he's kind of like listen like don't worry about your grandma, like, it don't, like, it has nothing to do with you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's when Millie decides to kiss him.
0: Oh, And someone shit. sees them and is like, oh my god, they're cousins. The brother-sister fucking is still happening.
2: They kiss on the balcony in full view of the entire party. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> with the grandma front and center yikes but that's not the worst part what I don't know. while everyone's shocked and like uh what the fuck right anders the ponzi-, ponzi scheme guy yeah shows up shows up at the party oh shit with actual jt
0: oh shit because Dad and, found out when his kid when he didn't get that refund for science camp,
2: um, so he they show up at the actual party, um, and Anders tries to spin the whole situation so that he and his son look better out of this whole thing. How do you and even do like, that? He's like, oh, like that's so gross, like or like that's not that's not Jonah. This is my son, Jonah. So that's an imposter, and then Aubrey and Millie were like, "Well, like, yeah, it's not him, but like, like we knew, but like, it's fine because, like, you know, they're they're not cousins, like they're not doing that." And he's right. like, he knew this entire time that that wasn't Jonah. Yes, and, um, Anders is like trying to spin it in front of in front of Mildred, and was like. I'm the only one who, like, actually cares about you. Like, they're just here for the money. (laughs) Oh,
0: (sighs) excuse me. I just threw up in my mouth.
2: Yeah, and he's just, like, trying to manipulate the entire situation. It's really gross. Um, Disgusting. Yeah.
0: Well, it was fucking one of (laughs) (laughs) yours.
2: And then Mildred is like, I've had enough of this. So she which? actually kicks everyone off the island again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, I
0: didn't realize she was the queen of this island. Like right,
2: which is super interesting because it's like that's what she did twenty four years ago. She kicked all the kids off the island, and then right. she does it again. And at first, like Millie and Aubrey are not kicked off, so like it's just Jonah because like that's not her actual cousin or not her actual grandson, right. Um, He's asked to leave immediately, um, and he's, like, he only has a day to get his affairs in order and, like, leave. Damn. Um, and he texts his parents, and he, and he well, first off, he texts Millie, um, because at the summer gala, he lets it loose that, like, he was there to get revenge on Anders, because Anders took all of his parents' money. Right. So, he texts Millie, and he's, like, I'm so sorry, like... That wasn't my intention. Like, I had pure intentions with you. Yada, yada, yada. She doesn't answer. Good. Um, he texts his parents, and his parents were like, oh, bankruptcy court actually went really well. Mm-hmm. So that's upside for him. Um, right. And then he ends up going to Uncle Archer's house um, because he's, like, put up in a hotel, and he's like, well, what happens if I don't leave the island? And they're like, well, you'll have a hard time finding a place to live because your grandmother owns all of the hotels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: And so, like, if she says no, you're not staying anymore here. So he, and he's like, well, oh I know gosh. someone who is not underneath grandma's control. So he goes to Uncle Archer. Right. And then Millie and Aubrey are also kicked off the island, too. They end up doing the same thing. They go to Uncle Archer. Um, Got it. And while they're there... Hay- or Hazel, I always call her Haley, Hazel, um, comes to the door with this big envelope of information that she found from Dr. Baxter, which is her grandfather, because she was going through his I'm gonna
0: stuff. I'm going to do this to Alicia, put all of my secrets in an envelope, and make her hand them out at my funeral. Oh my gosh. It's going to take so long.
1: In the receiving line, everyone's going to be like, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'll be like, thank you. Here you go.
0: <laughs> here's your letter. And then my sister's going to show up and you're going to be like, here's your binder. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next person here is your one page. And it's just going to be all of my thoughts on every single person. Just a written Perfect. out for them. To Perfect. To cherish forever. Perfect. Thank you. I'll add that to the list. Okay.
1: Good. Got you.
2: So, they, you know, they have this envelope. Hazel gives it to them. And it turns out that it's an autopsy report.
1: T? Okay.
0: autopsy at my autopsy. Sorry. That's I have Bob's- no clue what that's from. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> was it's okay. It? It's Bob's Burgers. Oh,
2: Bob's
0: Burgers. Um. Every time someone says autopsy, that's the first thing I think of. <laughs> That's
1: just not. That should not be the first thing you think of.
0: The second thing is I think of is the show Autopsy on HBO. Oh my
2: gosh! I just think of crime junkies.
0: Listen, you don't hate me as much as I hate myself in this moment. (laughs)
2: Um. So the autopsy report is for Kayla. (gasps) T. And it turns out, so Dr. Baxter did the autopsy on Kayla. And he left out something that was not given to the family.
1: She was murdered. Murdered.
2: And it was Andy. She had a sedative in her, like, blood. Like, when she (gasps) died.
1: Oh, that's not good.
2: Don't like that. And Archer's like, well, you know, like, she drank a lot, but she never, like, did drugs. So that's weird. That's suspicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's... So, they're like, that's kind of odd. But, like, we don't know anything further than that. We then flash back to 1996. And, um, Matt, who's Teresa's son, and also... Mm -hmm. Allison's baby daddy but he doesn't know it yet (laughs) (laughs) he they're at so Allison and Anders are at a coffee place like in the summertime Matt comes in and straight up ignores Allison
0: ugh fuck boy
2: damn it which is funny because like we didn't see the side of him before he was very like very cordial very nice and like yes he had some history with uh, Kayla and, like, that was the only thing that we really saw. But, like, he was a nice... He was, quote-unquote, a nice guy.
0: Right. Uh, Ugh, aren't they all... I'm way too uh, bitter for a 25-year-old... 24-year-old.
2: <laughs> so, he's grabbing coffee, and Allison's like, Oh, hey, Matt. And he's like, Oh, I, I didn't see you there. it's well, so weird.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shut up. Lies.
2: And she's like, Oh, like can we talk? Like, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm actually just grabbing some coffees and, like, I'm gonna leave. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, and he goes outside, and she then sees Kayla and Matt, and Kayla comes running across the street and, like, hugs him and starts making out with him.
0: Oh! Oh. No!
2: No! They're together. Not it, sis. Um, and... Anders, remember, is sitting right next to her. And Anders was dating Kayla. Ooh. And nice. didn't realize that they broke up.
0: Oh, shit. It's a plot. Oh, they plotted together. It's Allison and Anders. They killed Kayla. And Archer found out about it. And that's how the three of them got kicked off the island.
1: What well, about the fourth one?
0: Oh, fuck. He helped bury the body. I don't know, but I think I got it.
2: <laughs> um. So they see this. And, um, Anders, like, gets really mad. Really frustrated. And-
0: We're Rightfully so.
2: Right. Even though it's, like, they're, like, on again, off again, he kind of feels like he owns her in a really weird uh, way.
0: Don't like that. Pretends yeah. to be shocked.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kayla turns her head, sees them, and then makes out even more with, um,
0: What?!
1: Kayla, sweetie, what is your what are you doing?
2: So and ander starts getting like almost bloodthirsty a little bit, and is kind of like oh she's no, gonna sis. That. Um. Meanwhile, Aubrey in present day, um, finds out that she knows that her coach is pregnant, but she finds out that it's a boy.
0: Okay. Ew.
2: And- <laughs> Not another one. She texts her mom is basically like, who we haven't really heard from before. Her name's Megan. Um, and mm-hmm. Aubrey texts her mom and she's like, I'm with you 100%. If that means you're going to move out, I'm with you.
0: Hell yeah. Sister yeah. supporting mothers or daughter supporting, <laughs> mothers supporting daughters, whatever.
2: And then Aubrey also got an invitation from her grandma to come to tea. After she was kicked mm, off I don't the trust
1: act. it. Right. That's suspicious. Mm, don't like so, that.
2: Um, And the thing is that, like, it's kind of, she kind of says it in a way that's like, I'm only asking you because I know you'll take this information and just, you're like a soldier. You'll just take it and spread it to the other cousins and you'll follow each order I give you.
0: Who uh, said this? Grandmother?
2: Millie. Or, sorry, not Millie. Mildred. Ugh. Alright. So, um, Aubrey's the only one that's invited, but Millie ends up going because she's like, she's not the queen of everything. I'm gonna go.
0: Hell yeah! Good for you,
1: sis.
2: And so the chauffeur comes and picks up Aubrey, um, and then, like, Millie fucking slips right in next to her in the seat. The chauffeur is like, don't think you were invited. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, they go to the house, and that's when um Aubrey sees Teresa, and um she's like, "Oh, Aubrey, like go up to the whatever floor." She's out on the terrace with her tea and her coffee and whatever. And Teresa looks at Millie and is like, "You're not invited. Like you need to leave. Oh.
1: You're not the queen of everything. Thank you." Ew, I
0: hate people. <sighs>
2: And Millie's like, oh, I thought I was, like, here for, like, moral support. If she doesn't want me there, that's fine. Maybe, Teresa, like, you and I can watch, like, the baseball game. Because there's one going on. Mm-hmm. And remember that Allison, Millie's mom, is really close with Teresa.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: And they used to watch the baseball games baseball, together. right. And Teresa responds with, I don't watch baseball.
1: Oh. Okay, bitch.
2: I can see Francesca thinking and I'm loving it. Just go ahead. got thoughts. Yep, I had thoughts <laughs> too. Um, so we go over to Aubrey who's having, you know, coffee with her grandma and her grandma's like you need to leave. Um, I know that like you're pretty passive so you'll just take what I'm telling you and give it to your cousins and to your family members. I don't want anything to do with any of you. Oh my um, lord. And she kind of takes that that nugget that her dad told her of, like, be proactive. Like, don't be so passive. Um, mm-hmm. And she's kind of, like, kind of, like, fights it a little bit. Um, but she gets so, like, nervous that she actually spills a pot of, like, boiling hot coffee on oh no. her grandmother. Oh, no. On,
0: on Mildred? Yeah. On, yeah an icon. Wow. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. Oh boy.
2: So, Mildred, you know, like she's wearing a dress so she like pulls her skirt away from her cuz like it's scalding hot. She wears these long gloves and she pulls them Oh my off, gosh. And Audrey notices something.
0: Oh boy. There's no birthmark. Yeah. So I <laughs> was <we> right. While-
2: <laughs> I'm just not gonna respond to that. While <laughs> Teresa, uh, like takes Mildred away, um, to like get her cleaned up, Aubrey's like, you know what? I'm not passive at all, and she swipes um this key card to get into the house. Oh, Ooh, okay. okay, yeah, that she saw the um the chauffeur the chauffeur use before, and then they find out that Teresa's son, which is Matt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Died a couple months after Kayla.
1: <gasps> That's suspicious.
0: That's weird. We love a bloodthirsty so- family. Siblings supporting siblings.
2: <laughs> he drowned at Cuddy Beach. Hmm. I think the grandma did it.
0: How bizarre! Out
2: there. How bizarre! So they try and figure out all like all that happened there. We do flash back to. Um, Allison, at one point, when she's at the party that Matt died at, and she sees her two brothers, which I think, yeah, it's, it's Andrews, no, it's Adam and Anders, who are, like, being really sus, and, like, on the dock, seeing the undertow of the water, and they're like, he'll never see it coming.
0: They did it. Right to
2: jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> Straight to jail. <laughs> Aubrey texts Millie and Jonah with a very vague text because they've been living at um, Archer's house and, like, no one was prepared to, so, like... Aubrey didn't have a phone charger and has literally one person on her battery. So she texts out a message to all of them and is like, there was no birthmark. It's not their grandmother. Right. And so the kids are like, "The fuck does that mean?" <laughs> um. So Aubrey, with her key card that she stole,
0: sneaks yes. into the
2: apartment or in back into the the manor, basically, and finds herself in her father's old room, Shit. which is kept like pristine as if he still lived there.
1: Oh, don't like that. That's creepy.
2: As she's, like, looking around. She's, like, oh, this must be like, my dad's room. She hears the cock of a gun. <gasps> oh, no. It's Teresa. So you see Mildred standing there with her gun. Um, and she goes, well, I guess you figured it out, didn't you? Oh, shit. And she's, like, Aubrey's, like, that you're not my grandmother? Yeah. Right. So... Hazel had actually given over another autopsy report. Uh-huh. Or not an autopsy report, it was um like a, a physical report. Like you would have like if you went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And it was about Mildred and her heart condition. The same heart condition that Abraham her husband had, and uh-huh. he died. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of like if she had this heart condition. She probably would have been dead by now. Right. So, going back to Mildred and Aubrey in this room, she's like, you're not my grandmother. Um, and so we learn that Mildred died 24 years ago.
1: <gasps> T?
2: And that the Mildred that is in front of them now is Teresa.
1: I knew it! Well, after you said, like, oh, she had no birthmark, I was like, I bet you this bitch is Teresa. I bet so, technically, was.
0: I was right when she cocked the gun at her. It was Teresa.
1: Right.
2: Technically, yes.
0: I'll take the win.
1: <laughs> I'll take the win. I'll take him when I get him.
2: <laughs> so, Aubrey's like, like, I called other people. They're coming. Like, you can't kill me. Like, like, people know I'm here, basically. Right. And she's like, bullshit. And then she, of course, sees Archer, Millie, and Jonah basically use their car, and, like, drive across the wall.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
2: And she goes, I guess you were telling the truth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no shit, Sherlock.
2: So, they storm into the the manor, um, and they're met by Teresa. Like, the person who we were told was Teresa in the beginning, who we know now is not Teresa. Right. Um, and so, fake Mildred (laughs) takes... (laughs) aubrey down the stairs with, like a gun at her head oh shit um and they're like oh archer like <laughs> good to see you uh, and she <laughs> tells fake Teresa to go she's like you know what Teresa? how about you go set a fire in the east manor like make it warm and inviting and fake Teresa's like are you sure and she's like i'm certain
1: Oh, Lord, I don't like this. She's gonna just burn them all. Just set a fire.
2: Goodbye. So, yeah. So, it then becomes, like, this whole monologue of, like, Teresa... So, Mildred died 24 years ago. Real Teresa, fake Mildred, has this whole monologue about how Adam and Anders were, like, no good. They killed her son, Matt. Oh, I forgot to mention that Allison at the cafe had a miscarriage because, like... Right there in front of like Kayla and Matt.
1: Oh shit! I oh to okay. That. I was wondering. I was like, when is like what is happening to this kid? Because obviously it's not Millie. Yeah, I
0: was gonna be like, oh my god, what if this kid is actually Jonah, and he's like adopted?
1: <laughs> oh and my god, it's actually her
0: brother. Oh no! <laughs> Bring it it's back. It'd be Ian so sus. much worse than cousins. But
2: um, but yeah. So miscarriage happens. So like, she doesn't actually have a kid ever. Um, but. Going back to that that um, time in the manor, so she's like, you know, they killed Matt, they killed Kayla, and then Mildred just died, and she had all that money, and, like, why wouldn't we just take it? So, that's why Teresa kicked off all of the kids off the island, because they, she knew that, like, if they got close to Teresa, they'd be like, that's not my mom, that's Teresa. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so they kicked him off the island because of that. Um, and then the people that were in on it were the lawyer, Donald Camden, because yeah, he had all it. the gambling debts. And he was like, he was like, well, um, he was like Mildred's closest confidant. Yeah. And he was like, I'm cool with taking the money. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Dr. Baxter covered up some of like the deaths. Um, and he had some gambling debts. Of course he did. Apparently, all of a sudden, he just started winning and has all this money when really, Teresa just gave him money to shut him up.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Of course.
2: Um, and they buried Mildred in the backyard of the manor. Oh
1: my gosh, holy shit!
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so then there's, there's like a scuttle where, um, you know, Archer... Tries to get the gun away from Aubrey. Aubrey fucking slams Teresa onto the ground. Hell yeah. And she shoots herself by accident. Teresa shoots herself.
0: Oh my gosh, what a dumb... That is not a me, Francesca thing to do. (laughs) Oh no. Tries to be the main character, but shoots herself anyway.
2: (laughs) And by this time... Oh, by the way, we find out that um, who we thought was Teresa is actually Teresa's sister, Paula.
1: I was wondering that. I was like, who the hell is this bitch?
2: Yeah. So Paula, turns out, set fire to the east wing of the manor.
1: (laughs) What can I say? And by
2: the time that um, this whole fight starts, like, fire and smoke are everywhere. It's encasing this entire house. So they have to, like, break a window and climb down, I think it's like the second story of the house, to escape.
1: Karen McManus loves a fire. <laughs> honestly. She had a fire in her other book, too. Which one? Um. Fuck. What the fuck is it called? I literally have it here. Is two is
2: is it... can keep a secret?
1: Yeah, two can keep a secret. Okay. I, I haven't think.
2: read that one yet, so that would explain it. I was like, she's not in her first book.
1: It's not in the first one. That It's not One of Us is Lying. It's. Yeah. <sighs> I have it here. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's in her other book.
2: But yeah. Um, so they escape, and then it flashes forward, so, like, they learn that there's no money from the estate after, like, everyone's okay, and, like, no one died or anything. They learn there's no money in the estate because, one, the house burned up, Yeah. and all of the precious art, because, um, fake Mildred was an avid collector of paintings and would sell them, um, for, like, money, but Mildred, uh, Donald, Baxter and, uh, fake Mildred, or fake, sorry, fake, uh, Teresa, Teresa all spent the money. Like, millions and millions of dollars gone in, like, 20-something years.
1: Love it. Love it. Um. Greed. What can I say?
0: (laughs) Um. In years? I would have whipped through that in, like, six months.
2: Pay off my student loans. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Mood. Um. But, so, everyone's kind of, like, well, except for Adam and Anders, Everyone else is kind of, like, okay with it. Right. Archer especially is like, I'm glad I don't have any money because I don't want any of it. Fair. Tea. Archer was like, I'm quite happy just working at the resort, like, earning minimum wage and just living my life. Right. Which, we love a wholesome man. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and so we flash forward, it's in the epilogue, but... Jonah and Millie are actually, like, at the billiards hall, um, that Jonah's parents, um, own, and, like, is thriving.
1: Love and, it. Love to see it.
2: Yeah. Um, so, Millie and Jonah are together, and, like, they're flirting, and they're being cute, whatever. Blah. Um. <laughs> Gross <laughs> <same>. love.
1: Gross. <laughs> Your boyfriend <laughs> listening to this? What the <laughs> fuck?
2: <laughs> Jenna- Jim Jim's is like the cheesy one in the relationship. <laughs> I am not the cheesy one. What's your sign? <laughs> I'm a cancer.
0: That is shocking. Actually, no, that's not. Based on the other cancer that I know, that is not surprising.
2: Um, yeah, he's a Sagittarius. So he's the mushy one. <laughs>
0: oh boy. <laughs> Could never be me.
1: <laughs> me either.
2: Um, so they're happy in love, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) And then, I think, I honestly think, Karen McManus is setting it up for a second book because Jonah gets a letter in the mail.
0: Jonah? Fake Jonah?
2: Fake Jonah. Not JT. Fake Jonah. And guess who it's from?
0: His grandmother. His rich, powerful grandmother. Mildred.
2: Well, Mildred's dead.
0: His dad... I don't know. Archer? (laughs) The fake baby that Allison had? (laughs) Except didn't.
2: So, uh, Teresa died in, in like, because she got shot. So it's not her. But it's Teresa's sister, Paula. Okay. Oh, okay. And she basically says, from one imposter Mm -hmm. to another. Right. Which, like, love that. She says, like, you need to stay, you and your um, parents need to stay away from Anders' new business venture. Because um, what happens is, in the epilogue, is that Adam, his book hits, like, the New York Times bestselling list. Right. So he gets rich off of the entire, like, story story. Um, Anders starts a new business, um and kind of like washes away his old history of like the Ponzi scheme. Right. Um so and Jonah's family fell for that Ponzi scheme earlier, and Paula is like, stay away from it because I have a strong suspicion that one day it'll set it'll be on fire.
1: Oh shit. Right. Which is exactly right. what
2: Paula did to the manor. She set it on fire.
1: Damn. And Damn. That's kind of it. That's, that's very what's the
2: second
0: book gonna be called? The Nephews? <laughs>
1: The imposters,
0: the second cousins.
1: <laughs> Literally, the second you know what cousins. this was
0: second cousins. cousins not even related. <laughs> this is very like I've since
1: I've read you and you've read two of uh, Karen's books. This is very like Karen McManus X. Like she, it's very twisty and turny. Like she likes that kind of
0: vibe. Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> that That's the Alicia. Gesture.
0: Yes. The the alien.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She likes she likes to twist and turn and but they're she always I'm surprised she had an epilogue because I feel like for the last two well I guess she's setting it up for a second book, which she set up this one of a uh, one of us is lying for a second book. So but I feel like her books have like they always like end kind of abruptly. We we're like, That's it <laughs> after all this
2: and I think, um, if I remember correctly, because I see, right. like, publishers marketplace all the time, um, I think she's Damn. set up for another, like, two or three books mm. that they're <laughs> Don't
1: like that! Interesting. I'm curious. Maybe I'll pick the second one up if, if it comes out.
0: Yeah. Well, where can they find you, Melissa? On so- any social media you want to plug?
2: You can find me on Instagram, at The Written Adventure. Um, or you can find me on Twitter, which is at m a r rector, which is my initials, and then my last name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Bookaholics Pod, and you can find me on Instagram at Francesca Hope and on Twitter at h b i chesca. And where can they find you, Alicia?
1: You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads Thirteen, or on StoryGraph, just Alicia Reads. <laughs>
2: And we'll see you guys for the next one.